It's God who tells him how to score goals. But when all else fails, he buys some fucking marigolds and a few sugar lumps and lights a candle in front of a little skeleton doll wearing a woman's green dress. Oh yes, I can see how that might work. Then there's Ayrton Taylor, who's currently with the England squad in Belo Horizonte. Apparently the real reason he broke a metatarsal bone in the match against Uruguay was that he forgot to pack his lucky silver bulldog and didn't pray to St. Luigi Scrosopi, the patron saint of footballers, with his Nike hypervenoms in his hands like he normally does. Really, it had very little to do with the dirty bastard who blatantly stamped on Taylor's foot. Bakim Tavelli, our Russian midfielder, also in Brazil, says on Facebook that he has a lucky pen that travels with him everywhere. Interviewed by Jim White for the Daily Telegraph, he also talked about his recently born baby boy, Peter, and confessed that he had forbidden his girlfriend, Alex, to show Peter to any strangers for 40 days because they were waiting for the infant's soul to arrive and were anxious for him not to take on another's soul or energy during that crucial time. If all of this wasn't ludicrous enough, one of City's Africans, the Ghanaian John Iensu, told a Brazilian radio reporter that he could only play well if he wore a piece of lucky leopard fur in his underpants, an unwise admission that drew a flurry of complaints from the conservation-minded WWF and animal rights activists. In the same interview, Iensu announced his intention to leave City in the summer, which was unwelcome news to me back home in London as was what happened to our German striker Christoph Bunchen, who was Instagrammed in a gay sauna and bar in the Brazilian city of Fortaleza. Christoph is still officially in the closet, and said he'd gone to the Dragon Health Club by mistake. But Twitter says different, of course. With the newspapers, especially the fucking Guardian, desperate for at least one player to come out as gay, while he's still playing professional football, Wisely, I think Thomas Hitzelsperger waited until his career was over. The pressure on poor Christoph already looks unbearable. Meanwhile, one of London City's two Spanish players in Brazil, Juan Luis Dominguin, just emailed me a photograph of Xavier Pepe, our number one centre-back, having dinner at a restaurant in Rio with some of the sheikhs who own Manchester City, following Spain's game against Chile given the fact that these people are richer than God, and certainly richer than our own proprietor, Viktor Sokolnikov. This is also cause for some concern. With so much money in the game today, players' heads are easily turned. With the right number on a contract, there's not one of them that can't be made to look like Linda Blair in The Exorcist. Like I said, I'm not a superstitious man. But when, back in January, I saw those pictures in the papers of a lightning bolt striking the hand of the famous statue of Christ the Redeemer that stands over Rio de Janeiro, I ought to have known we were in for a few disasters in Brazil. Soon after that lightning bolt, of course, there were riots in the streets of Sao Paulo, as demonstrations against the country's spending on the World Cup got violently out of hand. Cars were set on fire, shops vandalized, bank windows smashed, and several people shot. I can't say I blame the Brazilians. 
spending $14 billion hosting the World Cup, as estimated by Bloomberg, when there's no basic sanitation in Rio de Janeiro, is just unbelievable. But like my predecessor, João Zarco, I was never a fan of the World Cup, and not just because of the bribery and corruption, and the secret politics and set bloody blatter, not to mention the hand of God in 86. I can't help feeling that the little man who was named the player of the tournament in Argentina's World Cup was a cheat, and the fact that he was even nominated says everything about FIFA's showcase tournament. As far as I can see, about the only reason to like the World Cup is because the United States is so bad at football, and because it's about the one time when you'll ever see Ghana or Portugal beat the crap out of the USA at something. Otherwise, the plain fact of the matter is that I hate everything about the World Cup. I hate it because the actual football...